good, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Puncher's Point. Here, topic today, John Ryder has officially retired from the sport of boxing as a boxer. And I'll get on to that a little bit later. I want to say the source for this was Mike Coppinger of ESPN. But John Ryder has announced his retirement. I have a quote here. He says, although I didn't manage to win that world title, I've achieved an experience more than I could ever have imagined when I first put on a pair of boxing gloves. I wouldn't change that for any belt. And the reason why I said he's only retiring as a boxer is because he has announced that he will be a trainer. I also have a quote here. It says, and I quote, he says, although my professional career as a boxer is now over, the sport won't be able to get rid of me that easily. I look forward to officially starting a new career as a coach, working alongside Tony Sims at the Matchroom Boxing Gym very shortly. There's no place like home. A little bit on John Ryder. His professional record was 32 wins, 7 losses, and 18 knockouts. He had notable win over Daniel Jacobs, notable fights over Calvin Smith, Hami Mangia, and Canelo Alvarez. So you know what, Breezy? You taking away your thoughts on John Ryder retiring. In the age of what boxing is in today, I feel like when a boxer is able to say the words, I retire, and he can retire healthy and not bruised and battered and injured, that's a blessing in itself from God. A lot of these boxers, when they retire, bro, they're already messed up, not just physically, but also in a way mentally too, because this is a mental and a physical warfare. So when these boxers come and they say, I retire and they can stand on both feet and they're in good health and good condition, that's great. I'm happy for him. Um, His name has always been the name around boxing, but I feel like his name got that mainstream public, you know, notoriety is when he got in that fight with Canelo and the way he looked and the way he was able to go to distance with Canelo and the fact that he put on the fight that he did against a name like Canelo, I think that garnered a lot more respect than he had already had, which not saying he didn't have respect before. He always had the respect, but due to the performance he had with Canelo, it sealed the deal. Like, okay, this guy's top notch. Yes, his record is 35 and 7, but this guy is not somebody to sleep on. He's coming in there. He's going to fight. And I usually don't hear a lot of times when boxers retire and then they become a trainer. So the fact that he's saying, look, I know I'm retired, but I still want to hand in boxing. That's like, and I, and I hate to use this example because I know a lot of y'all going to feel some kind of way. It's kind of like a professional wrestler retires. Let's say hypothetically, right? Just hypothetically, Booker T. Booker T, he retired. Even though he comes back here and there, but he still has a hand in wrestling. He has his own company. I like when boxers and wrestlers, I like when they can retire, but they can still have their hand in the cookie jar talent. Like, well, I want to help the younger talent. I want to help develop and build younger talent. So the fact that he's retiring and he's willing to help and train, that's amazing in itself. So, I mean, kudos and salute to him for what he done in boxing. And I wish him, you know, a great successful training career. I feel like he could do it. Um, but yeah, props to John Ryder, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, congratulations to John Ryder, you know. And again, I mean, he had himself a very good boxing career. Not many boxers could say that they got to fight for a world title, and he did that. A couple other names that he fought that I just found out scrolling down the list, he fought Rocky Fielding and he fought Billy Joe Saunders. So, yeah, no, congratulations to him. And... He retired at the age of 35, which I think is a very good age for a boxer to retire. 
they have uh, two kids, him and his wife, Nancy. So he gets to spend more time with his kids as well. And on top of that, what I'll remember about John Ryder is that he took a lot of punishment in that ring and he was able to keep coming forward. John Ryder wasn't a guy to quit. You know what I'm saying? He was a guy to keep on going forward, keep on taking that punishment and just keep on pushing and pushing. And because of that, I respect John Ryder. However, because of a lot of those punishments that he was taking in the ring, I think he made the right choice in retiring. And unlike Shakur Stevenson, this is a retirement, I believe. You know, I don't see John Ryder coming out of retirement to have another fight unless that fight is very, very huge and they offer it to him, which I highly doubt. I do believe that he is going to be a trainer at Matchroom Gym, and I do believe that we are going to hear about John Ryder being a future boxing trainer. Now, as far as what this means for the sport of boxing, I mean, John Ryder was kind of a gatekeeper, I guess you could say. He was kind of a gatekeeper to keep, to kind of let the young stars in, not let them in, because obviously he always put up a fight, but he was that gatekeeper. Like, in order to get into that title picture, you have to get through John Ryder. John Ryder, after that Canelo fight, seemed like the, the fight that a lot of guys wanted to get to that next level in their career. So here's my question to you, Breezy. Now since John Ryder is gone, now since John Ryder is not that gatekeeper no more, who do you feel like is the next guy to be that person? The next person to possibly be that, not really meaning names I could really come up with. I mean, cause like I said, in that division, I mean, you got the Magias, even the Morales, the Canelos, the Benavidezes. You even got Berlinga. They kind of get teased dinner. But these are all talents and whatnot. These are all guys that's been doing this for a while. These are all guys that still can pick up notable wins. I don't really think that you can necessify a gatekeeper at this time and point. I mean, you will have to see what else happens from this point on this division. As far as I'm concerned, the most recent fight in that division was Mungia and Ryder, and we saw how that ended. So, as of right now, I feel like the way the divisions work is that there's going to always be the boogeyman of each division, there's going to always be a gatekeeper of each division, but I feel like once certain fighters retire and certain fighters move up, that kind of makes things differently, which I kind of use the example with Devin Haney moving to 140. That kind of makes things different for 135 because now at 135 now, there's no quote-unquote boogeyman. It's just a bunch of challengers and, you know, mandatories that have to be fulfilled and whatnot. So I feel like it's the same thing in this case. There's no really true gatekeeper yes baby he was the gatekeeper at that time but right now it's like okay the gatekeeper is not here no more so guess what now you gotta you gotta take it up not see it's okay if the young talent go fight john Ryder and they be a notable winner because you know that's basically how you're going to elevate to that picture but it's like it's staying now it's like okay now you got to skip over john Ryder because that john Ryder is not here no more so now you have to take it a step above and fight a higher level name so as of right now i don't really think there is necessarily a gatekeeper right now I disagree. I think if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to say Caleb Plant. And I think Caleb Plant is a very, very good fighter. I think that obviously Caleb Plant achieved a little bit more than John Ryder, but I do feel like Caleb Plant is that gatekeeper. In order to be a top contender, in order to put yourself in that box, you got to beat Caleb Plant. I feel like Caleb Plant and John Ryder are very similar in the way they fight. They're both, you know, willing to take punishment. They're both willing to fight. And they're both warriors. So, 
if I had to pick one, I would say it's probably Caleb Plant. You got something to add, Breezy? It would be hard to say that because Caleb Plant can still put on a nice performance. He can still beat anybody on any given night, and he can. And we all saw how he looked in the real fight with the impressive KO. I can see your point, but at the same time, though, I could still see him picking up wins at that division. But if that's the if we're talking about the closest thing to a gatekeeper, I guess you can say Caleb Plant, but he still has the skills to get victories over other competitors. But I do see what you mean, though. Right, and I'll say this. With John Ryder, for instance, like when he fought Callum Smith, John Ryder barely lost that fight by a split decision. And Callum Smith was not no slouch. He, again, he wasn't giving up easy with Hami Magia. And he was older, too. He had 35 years old. You know, Hami Magia is this up-and-coming young fighter coming in, young prospect. John Ryder, to me, was the gatekeeper, you know? And the gatekeeper doesn't mean the guy who gets beat so everybody else can benefit off of that. No, the gatekeeper is, in order to be a top guy, you need to beat this guy. And in my opinion, the last couple of years, John Ryder has been that guy. And in order to be be a top guy, you have to beat John Ryder. And I feel like, in a sense, Caleb Plant is the same type of guy. After he lost to Canelo, Caleb Plant has been taking the very, very tough fights just like John Ryder. If he goes into those fights and he gets beat and he's not going to give up just like John Ryder, both of them could put up a fight. So I feel like the next guy up in order to be that top guy is Caleb Plant. But the but you do have a point. Caleb Plant can be anybody on any given night, which is why Caleb Plant can also benefit from being the gatekeeper. If they think that they're going to pick Caleb Plant to have that notable fight and Caleb Plant ends up defeating them, Caleb Plant ends up becoming a top contender. But as of right now, that is the closest boxer that I can think of. And gatekeeper is not an insult. Gatekeeper is... If you want to be a top guy, you're going to have to get through me. And I think we've seen that with John Ryder. I remember when the Canelo fight first happened, people were like, what, are they, what is he doing fighting this guy? And John Ryder gave Canelo a very, very tough fight. And it was so good to the point where it was so tough to the point where people started questioning if Canelo had it or not. And eventually he ended up proving them wrong when, when he ended up beating uh, Jamel Charlo. So going back to John Ryder, I'm going to know him as a very tough guy gritty fighter um an English fighter at that and I think that he for a boxing career he did himself really really well you know like he said he wasn't able to become a world champion but the career that he had is definitely a career a lot of young boxers I feel like would take if you were to tell them this is how your career would end I feel like a lot of boxers would take that career so with that being said congratulations on John Ryder and his retirement we wish you all the best in your next stage of your boxing career which is as a trainer and with that being said just make sure y'all keep on tuning into the puncher's point and i'm gonna say it right now stay on point with the puncher's point